0: Well, I hope you appreciate it. I do. I always appreciate that the um, focused attention and introspection that we can give on certain topics that psychologist Mike Mayer brings to our attention, and he's got another good one today. Dr. Mayer, good morning. How are you?
1: Good morning, David. I'm doing very well, and I assume you are,
0: too. So. I am. You've asked us to consider our biases today, or biases, biases. Are we aware of them? Do we try to change them? Well, you're going to be tough on us today, huh?
1: I think it will be tough, just because. But I have a couple of interesting facts that we may not be aware of. But I think the first thought is uh, we say to ourselves, surely I'm not biased, at least I don't think so. Or we might think, you know what, I am biased, and I'm proud of it. Mm -hmm. There are people that, that believe that, and that, or maybe I am biased, and I know it, but it is hard to change. And that's probably more the reality. And what's the definition of bias? A prejudice in favor or against one thing? A person or group compared with another usually in a way considered to be unfair. And that's the part of bias that we have that a lot of times it's unfair because we've not really completely looked at it. You know it's also a line diagonal to the grain of a fabric. That's another definition. And a third definition, which I didn't know, has nothing really to do with anything, but in some sports it is an irregular shape given to a ball, like Uh in the ball used in lawn bowling. A uh, bias. Uh, uh, Interesting. So I, I didn't th- know that. And, and you know, so, but the, the biases really come in many forms, and that's what we have to realize. Um, maybe it is a bias against an individual, a race, a religion, a social class, a political party. There's media bias. There's regionalism. There's sexism. There's sensationalism. The list goes on and on. So there's a lot of ways we can be have a bias. It, I I really feel it's almost impossible not to have a bias towards something, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always mean it's bad. A bias doesn't have to be bad, but it, but the, by definition they make it bad, and they say that it's 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 an unfair because we are not looking at all sides maybe, and that's the point we have to be able to look at. Here is the interesting piece, David, that I thought was interesting in an article by Chris mm-hmm. Mooney. He states that we are not born with biases or prejudice; we may not have been taught them. Rather, psychologist Brian Nozak explains, prejudice or a bias draws on many of the same tools that help our minds figure out what is good and what is bad. Hmm. He states that in evolutionary terms, it's efficient to quickly classify a grizzly bear as dangerous. The trouble comes when the brain uses a similar process to form negative views about groups of people. Hmm. But he feels that once we understand the mental pathways that lead to biases we just might be able to train our brains to go in the opposite direction but the point is we constantly categorize our brains do this automatically it helps us function we may assume all snakes are bad <laughs> all bears want to eat you it becomes an effective way to cope with our surroundings you don't have to think you just avoid. You just
0: react. And, and, react. and, and avoidance is the and reaction per- that you're saying, this would be my right reaction to a bear. Right. No. And
1: then you don't even think about it. And that's what happens. Hmm. And that's how symbiosis can, can, can be formed.
0: I see what you're saying.
1: But we can falsely categorize, which can lead to prejudice and stereotyping. And, you know, when we falsely... Um, you know, have a bias. We not only can, can categorize things or people, but we often start coming up with assumptions about those characteristics or those people. So we don't like things or people different than us, and prefer those people similar to us. This goes again way back into man's early existence: safety in numbers, join forces with your buddies, and avoid those you don't know. Primal fear for those for those not in the group. Interesting how that really goes back a pretty long distance. So what do we do about it? The same psychologist, Brian Ozak, says, and feels that uh, has had some success in, in decreasing prejudices towards other people by making us see those not like us as a part of our team or group following that whole theory and he's done some research and, and has found some success with that. Hmm. From my perspective, I see biases and prejudice moderated by getting to know and understand other individuals' viewpoints, and in turn they open up and learn about our viewpoints and beliefs. It's a, it has to be a two-way street.
0: Sounds like ex- exposure, I think, is good. I mean, we see that when, when people have certain notions or ideas or well Formed biases against certain things. Then, if something interrupts their flow of normalcy, for example, if somebody finds in their families they have a gay member in their family or someone who is close, they it might reduce their biases against a certain a certain classification of people. Because oh, you know what? I I just I've never been put in contact with one before. I've never had exposure
1: to one before. That's that's. And it, it's important that, you, that we can do that once we're faced with that rather than, than even dig in more. It's more important to try to understand uh, the situation, the bias that you're trying to understand. Mm-hmm. You need to know why we believe what we do and why we act the way we do. Maybe our way is not always the best way. You know, we need to because we, we have a bias against something. Why? Why do we have this bias? Mm-hmm. And we need to ask ourselves, realizing change in our bias, biases have to come from within. And you will always know I will go that route, a willingness to look at other ways of looking at things. So we have to have a willingness to try to even look at it differently and realizing that it can be our tendency to act quickly and judge quickly as a way of moving through life. But this quickness may not always be good. And then it is important to try... New things to challenge ourselves to learn more about what we like and don't like, and to be open to change.
0: Boy, challenge ourselves, huh, and Be open to change. Well, that's tough.
1: Oh, it, it is tough because we typically come and and you know we it, it's a natural way of acting. Then we have to say, hey, is our natural way of acting always the best way? And and why do we think that way? And, but be willing to do that. Here's my final thought of the day on this. Mm-hmm. What if you were born as the other sex, the other race, in another country, in a different religion? What would you believe then? What would your biases and prejudices be then? <laughs> Think about that. I shall. And have a great day and smile at somebody today.
0: Thanks, Dr. Mayor. I'll try. All right. I, Mike Mayer, our psychologist friend with a thought about biases.